opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious, we'll be friends. Welcome in everyone to Visibilities. It's celebratory time again. Last week we celebrated our third anniversary of Visibilities. I want to thank all of you who participated and all the people that I've gotten calls and emails from this week. And just always remember, you're the reason that it has been as successful as it has and continues on the way that it does. And thank you again. But tonight we are really celebrating. Um, I think as some of you will notice, I put the title of this week's visibilities as an unusual help wanted sign, something to that effect. And it's because as of just over two hours ago, I am officially retired. I oh my, had my goodness. started my first job 53 years ago the next month. And this is my celebration of an awful lot of years. But with the issue of what do I do now? Oh, you won't Not have any that problem. I don't have enough to do <laughs> with... ACB Board of Directors and CCLVI and a couple of other affiliates that I'm a member of like BRL and Lua and ACB of Maryland and I forget which other ones beyond that off the top of my head and working as uh, volunteering as president of the Metropolitan Washington EAR and treasurer of the Perkins Alumni Association so, but I still need a little bit of help on knowing what to do and when to do it. And I've been getting some advice through the week about scheduling things, but I know that all of you who, that are retired have come up with some really good ways, I'm sure, of things to do and what's made you happy and what's worked and what I should avoid over the next uh, 53 years. Um, in the, but before we get started on that, I do want to share my screen. I actually have share screen on, I think. I'm going to share, um, I got a few, couple announcements for this week. So I'm going to play those for you now. So just hold on one second. Should hear it now. Announcements for June 2nd. I am retired. Tickets are available for the Illinois Council of the Blind 5050 drawing. You can get yours at www.icbonline.org or by calling the ICB office at 217-523-4967. I am retired. The IVIE Entrepreneur Exchange call will be on June 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. The topic will be creating an elevator pitch. I am retired. The June RSVA check-in call will be held on June 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Tom Hobbs, an entrepreneur, writer, 
inspirational, motivational speaker will be our guest. All are welcome. I am retired. From Helping Hands for the Blind www.helpinghandsfortheblind.net We are very pleased to announce that Helping Hands for the Blind, a 501c3 not-for-profit charitable organization, has received major funding, which now allows us to establish a veterinary care assistance program for all guide dog handlers from the United States who can qualify. If you would be interested in knowing more about this program, please write to me at boacosta818 at gmail.com. Put vet care in the subject line, please. I am retired. If your state or special interest affiliate has an upcoming event you would like announced here on Visibilities, please send it to visibilities50 at gmail.com. Guess what? I am really, really retired. Okay, so I got a little carried away with being retired. A little. (laughs) (laughs) Let me stop that. Now we're back to normal here. Well, as normal as anything gets this weekend. Um, Before I go any further, let me also take a minute to wish, speaking of this weekend, to wish my husband, Frank, and Penny Reader's husband, Carl, a wonderful birthday, which they both have the same birthday this coming Monday. And want to wish them both well. Oh, my goodness. Guess what, guys? I have retired. <laughs> um, I am just, you know, it's, I, I'm not sure what to do with all the rest of this time. Um, you know, I say the, the additional 40 hours, but I'm not sure that I was that I have forty an extra 40 left. But I know that there are things that people tell me that I need to do, but what I want to hear is from all of you, what do I need to do? Um, and so I am going to... Ah, there's a, a new face I haven't seen for... Well, I haven't talked to for a while. Um, I'm going... I'm going to listen to each and every one of you and probably take notes. And the first <laughs> gee, one, gee, Terry, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you're retired. Do you think so? <laughs> yeah. Do you think? Do you think? And you, and you, as you know, you got some hands. I do indeed. And the first one is Penny Moss from Alabama. Hi, Penny. Good to see you on here. Penny, you're still muted. You're still muted, Penny. I just sent the I just sent a little prompt to her and that'll help her out a little bit. I don't know what kind of device she's on. Sometimes that gets a little if you Yeah. Let's move on to Pam and then come yeah, back we'll, to Penny. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll do that's just what I was gonna suggest too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pam and, Coffee. Oh, and, what a, and what a coincidence. Penny and I happen to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> we don't live, we, we, well, we now live in the, um, in the same area, but we both grew up in a different area of the country. Um, but we've been friends for, oh, more than 60 years. Um, 
But what I'm going to suggest you do with all of that spare time, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, bec because saying this, you're going to find that no matter what you do, you're going to be busier in retirement than you ever were when you were working. And you were, you're going to start wondering, how on earth did I ever get everything done when I was working? Because I am so much busier now. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a scary thought. Yeah, that's a scary <laughs> thought. But the thing I'm going to suggest is take a little time to just enjoy life. Uh, if it's a nice, pretty day, go outside, go for a walk, listen to the birds sing, uh, talk to your neighbors if you know them, pet the dogs, uh, pet the cats, all that, all that just fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> if someone is giving a concert close by and it's someone you really like or someone you've, you're not familiar with, uh, if it requires tickets, get a ticket and go. Um, just take some time to enjoy life because it's a sure bet. You probably haven't had enough time to do that over the last <laughs> however many years. Uh, between, between everything else and the pandemic, you're right. I, we really haven't. Yeah. We so really haven't. But I thank you for I thank you for your advice. I will take it. I'm taking <laughs> that welcome. one quite seriously. And Penny, yeah, um, unmute your Penny, unmute uh, yourself. Penny, okay. Penny, you were there. You were. Ray, can you hold off on lowering hands for me? Sure. So I remember who it yes, is. Yes, I should. I sh you are I now should. unmuted, Penny. Can y'all hear me? Yep. Yes, we can. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Can you still hear me? Yes, we yes. can. Okay, great. Well, as of today, I've been retired for seven years. I retired on May the 31st of 2016. Ah, then you are an expert. So I have learned some things. I think retirement is a lot harder if you're single and you don't have children or grandchildren because you don't have all the family obligations that you do if you're married or you have grandchildren or children that you're involved with um for me retirement meant moving back into my house that i had rented out because i was living in talladega alabama and so i had to move when i retired and there was definitely an adjustment period because I had worked, you know, all my life and I was used to being around people during the day. And then, you know, I was ready to come home at night. And so, you know, I'd come home at night, then, you know, I was ready for the peace and quiet. But when I retired, you know, I was suddenly not around a lot of people. And that was a hard adjustment for me. And I also had to uh, look for another church because the church I was going to when I lived in Birmingham, I did not want to return to. So I really had to kind of rebuild my life when I retired. And one of the things that I find, that there are two challenges I would make you aware of in retirement. Now, I am pretty busy now, but I do have gaps of time that I just don't 
do anything. And I have to struggle between a balance of just kind of hanging out and goofing off and then working on things. So that I still, I do have that struggle. The other thing I've learned as a retiree is it's very important to have structure in your day. Um, It's so easy to get up and slowly get out of bed, put off getting dressed, put off taking your shower and getting to working on other things or watching TV. And before you know it, half the day is gone. So (laughs) I have learned that for me, it's important for me to have structure, you know, get up, have your breakfast, take a shower, do what you got to do, you know, to get ready for the day. And then you're ready for whatever comes in that day. The other thing I've learned is it's important not to be too isolated uh, for long periods of time because you can get depressed. And so what I have done is I have got involved in a lot of different things. And the other thing I've learned, you have to learn to balance what you enjoy doing with what you feel like you have to do. And I've gotten to a point as I turn 70 in September that I'm only going to do the things I enjoy. And if it gets to be something I don't enjoy, then that's not, I'm going to let go of it. And, you know, I have a sister who's bought a condominium at the beach and I plan to go to the beach whenever she wants me to go and I'm going to enjoy it. I have. So, you know, I, I think those hopefully will be tips that will be helpful to you. I think they will, especially that last part about having a sister at the beach, because I have one, too. Yes, enjoy. <laughs> she said, I want to go, don't don't make up a reason, just go. And I learned to take my cell phone and take my note taker. If there's stuff I have to do while I'm down there, I can do it. That's wonderful. Well, I'm glad you've come up with some ways to help to do things your, the way you need to have them done. Yes. Uh, the way, what works best for you, let me put it that way. Right. But I thank you very much, and it was nice to talk with you again. Yes, Pe- thank uh, you. Penny nice. and I worked on the um, convention committee for BITS and CCLVI together last year. Yes, we did. And we <laughs> kind of had a great time working Penny together. Penny and I served on yes. the BITS board together, too. Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ray, how are you? I'm yes, good. Yes, did. Good. Sure did. And I've asked Kathy Casey to unmute because she was next, but then somehow she got dropped off and back on. Yeah, guys, yeah, so. guys, don't lower your hand. And if you lower it and raise it, it puts you at the bottom of the queue. So just yeah, let me so. let me lower your hands, guys. Sorry about that. I was no problem. To find the un, uh, lower hand button, and it doesn't show up on the bottom of my phone for some reason. Well, anyway, oh, somebody to told me the, a new word for it, and I forget what it is now. Getting to the topic, I yes. when I retired, a friend of mine said, well, now you've got to find a hobby to do. What are you going to do when you retire? Oh, blah, 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 blah. Well, I was so darn busy that my husband and I were going to meetings and doing this. I got involved with the local police department on committees there they wanted me to do. I was doing that. I mean, you know our local ACB chapter, the state chapter. Uh, I had gone to a few conventions, so I was pretty busy, and I, I still am. Since I moved 
Um, in fact, I'm hoping next week we'll have the closing on my house. Uh. I moved into a senior apartment building and I started a program here of um, uh, hints and tips for low vision slash no vision. And Very it's cool. the, first, the first Saturday of every month, so tomorrow is the next one. I started that in April, and uh, we're having the librarian from uh, the New York State Talking Book and Braille Library, head librarian, come and speak to us. And so I've been, you know, I've been working on that project. Uh, but like somebody said, at least now you can do what you want to do. So if you get involved, it's something that you, you know, want to do and not have to do seven or eight hours a day, it's 300 and some odd days a year. So, you know, enjoy it, enjoy it. And Thank of course, you, you've, got, you've got, you've got Frank, so the two of you can get on each other's nerves. Uh -uh. Uh. <laughs> We've been practicing for the last three years. Uh -oh. <laughs> he knows but. when, he knows when, when, when I disappear, not to go looking for me. That's when I need my time by myself. My, oh, my own time. <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh, in fact, goodness. we have our state uh, CCLBI meeting tonight at eight o'clock after this is over. So, ah, well, enjoy and good luck. Thank you. I thank you very, thank you very much, okay. Connie Bateman. Hi, Connie. <laughs> Connie, you're still muted. I Hello. think I'm unmuted there now. You are. Now you are. You are. Hi. Now. Hi, Terry. Hi. How first are of you? All, it's been a while. Yeah. First of all, congratulations on your retirement. Thank you. So I retired in 2020. Um, the, uh, my husband passed away in 2019. The pandemic hit at the beginning of 2020. I remember that. Yeah. And everything was, uh, we all had to learn Zoom and everything was just getting so technology oriented. I said, okay, I'm finished. So I retired August, 2020. I like to say the blind lady oh, retired from 2020. Um, and so this is what I would suggest. Take time to transition. Take time for the transition from working to retirement. You know, if you like to do volunteer work, don't think you have to jump in with both feet and volunteer for everything all at once ease <laughs> can ease into it you know what i mean and if you enjoy if you enjoyed uh doing what you did at work volunteer do some volunteer work that's related to what you were doing for example i taught english to adult immigrants so now i'm reaching out to women from different parts of the world on the WhatsApp platform to help them with their English conversation skills. That's I tell fabulous. Them, yes, I tell them I am a retired English teacher. So I, I'm not a teacher anymore. I mean, I still think of myself as a teacher and a lifelong learner, but I tell them I don't correct papers anymore. I don't give tests. I don't <laughs> give homework. Think of me as your English conversation partner. So. Um, I do that as volunteer work. Um, I'm on a couple of different ACB committees, like the subcommittee on the audio description subcommittee on performing arts, parks, and museums. I'm on the teachers uh, board as a director. Uh, but all of that didn't happen all at once. I kind of eased into it. Year, you know, every year I would add maybe one or two new things. 
So that's what I would suggest to you. Slowly transition into it and just enjoy it. When Monday morning rolls around, you're going to go, oh, I don't have to get up and go to work. <laughs> or, or when you go on vacation, like I just got back from Hawaii. I took Monday off. Well, it was Memorial, Memorial Day anyway, but I, I, I would, you know, when I come back from vacations, I don't have to go back to work on Monday. I can just kind of ease back into my routine. So that's what I would suggest. Slowly transition into it. Enjoy it. And then if you want to do any volunteer work, just ease into it slowly. And I wish just, I had known that yeah. about six years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. When I jumped in both feet and all over the place. Yeah, your plates are already you. full. I yeah. thank you very much. I think you're you very made welcome. some very good points. Okay, you're very welcome. I remember when my husband retired, someone said to him, you know, you don't have to go find a hobby today. No. You know, take take six months, take two years, take four years, take do whatever you want to do until you find something that makes you comfortable. And if you that's never right. do, that's okay, too. That's right. All right. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Connie. Our next one is Mr. Gassman. Are you going to tell me something I should be doing after this? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, because everybody's a little different in terms of what they want to accomplish when they retire. It, and, and a lot of it also has to do with what the kind of person they are. Um, people who are more extra, uh, extroverted, like, like I happen to be, I got involved in tons of stuff after Melinda died in 2012 because I needed to and wanted to and never stopped. I had four hobbies in the 70s while I was working. So I've always had hobbies. And then when I retired in October of 2020, it wasn't any transition for me because I'd already gotten involved in the hobbies. And then I was also working with ACB as a volunteer. So I've been on tons of committees, subcommittees for CCB, ACB. And and it was, and I always left time for me. No matter what I did, as full as the schedule was, I always left some time so that I could do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. And that's still almost the case now that I'm working part time for ACB, except for convention, because there are oh, some yeah. there are deadlines all over the place. But I arranged my schedule for the most part. Uh, to do what I needed to do. And if the day were empty, then I did something for me. If it wasn't, then, you know, I enjoyed working, enjoyed talking to people. And I love retirement. Even before the job opened up with ACB, I had such a great time and enjoyed it. And I tell people, you can be as busy as you want to be. And if you don't want to be busy, that's your choice. But I love being busy and I love being around people. So I do and I enjoy it. And I know you'll love it too. You're going you're gonna to have a great time. You'll find things to do. I don't think anyone's ever called me an introvert. No. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you'll, you'll find things to do. I know you will. As much as you talk at board meetings. <laughs> of course, that's if the pot that's calling not the, the pot calling the kettle. <laughs> exactly. exactly. We're going to have a talk-a-thon in Schaumburg with Terry and Ray. What, what Terry and I always do. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, goodness. I think you make some good points, Larry. Yeah. I really do. Yep. And, it's your call. You know, it's always and, your call. And I think that's the important part of it is that it is my own call. It's my own. It's what actually I'm the most comfortable with. And uh, I do have a habit of um, letting too many things overrun <laughs> my life. <laughs> but hopefully that will subside to some level now. 
but I thank you for your advice. And Deanna, you want to unmute? There you are. Good evening. Well, I retired in 2016, but it was a necessity. <laughs> um, my husband was um, declining in health, and right. I was afraid to leave him alone um, all day. But um, we moved into a new place, and that took up a lot of time. What I found I had to learn to do was to say no. Because when you retire, people think that you've got all this time. So why couldn't you help them do this and that? And the other thing, and I had to pick and choose when I would say yes, when it wasn't going to be a real burden and I could, I thought I could do well at it quickly so that I didn't drop the ball. I hate not doing a good job, but I'm also a soft touch. People ask me to do things. So I had to learn to say I'd love to help, but I just can't, you know. Yeah, um, that's something I think that's going to be a hard one for me. Yeah, I have never been good at learning. I've never been good at that. I've never been good at that two-letter N-word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and it's understandable because um, when you know that you can do it and you can probably do it well, um, then you go ahead and do it. Or if it's some a passion of yours, even if, like, I tell people I'm shy and they don't believe it in ACB because I'm comfortable in ACB. But at, um, the rest of the world, when I go out there and they look at me and they start to want to hover and help and, you know, uh, you know, just... Give me a mm -hmm. big German shepherd that'll keep them 10 feet away, please. <laughs> <laughs> Not this cute little yellow lab. <laughs> hi, hi, I'm adorable. Come play with me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going, no, shut up. Stop it. <laughs> Look mean. Come on. Do your pit bull imitation. <laughs> so that's where I think that, that you have to watch that you don't let yourself be drawn into things you really don't have the time to do and you really don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think you make a good point, Deanna. And that is probably going to be one of my more difficult issues is, you know, I sometimes just think that N-O is tattooed is, I mean, yeah, uh, Y-E-S is mm -hmm. tattooed across my forehead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you really do genuinely care about people and you, you want to help if you can. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, thank you very much. Agnes, good evening. Good evening. Uh, I want to congratulate you on your retirement. Thank you so much. And what I would suggest is that you just do what you want to do and try to not let others dictate how you do your retirement because when i had to retire well when i did retire you know people had all these ideas of what i should be doing and um that just you know that just didn't work so i just do you know what i want to do i have a wonderful off-site volunteer job with the colorado talking book library and i enjoy the job they like my work very much they they're great to their volunteers, even their offsite, you know, volunteers. And I know that 
you know, my work is appreciated. Um, when I retired, I didn't have the issue of how I would be around people because I live in a complex for seniors and the disabled. The issue I sometimes have is how can I hide from them? And, <laughs> you know, um, because that's how it is. And I don't go to all the activities here. I go to some. I, I go when I want to, you know, and I do the stuff that I want to do, but then um, and have to do. But then I just do what I want to do. And if there's a day I just want to lay around and read or watch television or whatever, um, you know, that's just what I do. And that's exactly what everybody seems to be saying is exactly the right move to make. Do what you want when you need to or when you when it works best for you. I thank you very much, Agnes. Liz, I know you've got a long way to go to retirement. <laughs> I do. And I really actually don't want to retire. I just started the most amazing job ever. And I have. Yeah, anyway. Uh, but at some at some point, that will not be. I will actually hopefully want to retire. I hopefully will be able to, but they keep raising the age. So. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it may not be a thing that I can do. Um, but I will, first of all, just want to say, well, I have two things. First of all, Terry, congratulations. Uh, second you. of all, I seem to remember in a previous ACB GE meeting, the potential prospect that you may not do a show because Frank might take you out to celebrate. I guess that hasn't happened. Frank, come on. Um, <laughs> um, but literally just the advice actually we have, are going out tomorrow well, well but that's not tonight uh, anyway um <laughs> and, and just the advice that i have could go for anyone at any stage of whatever you're doing saying no is definitely powerful um you know just enjoying the journey giving yourself time to transition and you know just taking time for yourself yep so that's Hi, Liz. Hello. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks very much, Liz. And congratulations. Thank you. I forgot about ACBGE when I was going through my litany of yes, affiliates. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry about that, Miss Vice President. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just talk to the president and see what he says. I don't know. I'm not touching that. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll deal with him. <laughs> I'll deal with him and the treasurer. Um, Pat, it's been an age since I talked to you last. <laughs> but anyway, there you are. Are you retired? <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd find out. Hey, my first advice is sleep in. <laughs> you know, I think I'm probably going to be good at that. What I'm afraid of is that I'm going to turn my days and nights. Upside down. No, 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 you won't. Frank and I um, are both night owls. That's my biggest concern. Well, okay, if you live on California time, that's fine. <laughs> there you, you know, go. It's just, it's your Sometimes I, mean, I think it's more like Hawaiian time, but <laughs> no, that doesn't hurt. You know? <laughs> my, I, uh, I have a, a couple things. Uh, people sometimes drift, and I think setting goals. Not that I don't think you have any trouble with it, but, um, you know, making some goals. Um, I know this sounds really stupid, but really kind of looking at a budget. But a huge part of retirement, I think, is exercise. And that is 
my day may vary, but in the first three hours of running my business, I'm getting my exercises in, you know, whether it's five minutes here, five minutes there, 365 days of the year, because it really helps with all the health issues. And even if you goof off the rest of the day, which I hope you do often, (laughs) you know, the exercise component is enough structure. And I absolutely agree uh, with um, saying no, because somebody else's job for you, I mean, you know, they can do it. (laughs) You (laughs) you are capable of (laughs) finding what is most important. And I have no doubt the the very smart person that you are, retirement is going to be fun and very protective. Well, thank you very much, Pat. I appreciate that. And another Massachusettsite is our next one, Jeanette. Should I move back to Quincy? Hey, hello. Uh, hey. I would say, I would say no. <laughs> <laughs> I love Quincy. Um, I, I, truth be told, if my life were different, uh, there was a time when I actually almost ended up in Maryland, but that's a long story, and I'll tell you another day. <laughs> When I retired, there was nobody to give me any advice, and I I kind of was forced into it by a situation that I had no control over. But I have two rules that govern my life. One is I would have been somebody who would have gotten my days and nights mixed up. So I have a rule. Somewhere between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. in the morning, I must get up every day. Frank, are you listening, I hope? <laughs> and the reason I, I have said that for myself is because I know that if I sleep past 8 a.m., no matter how tired I am, I will start to reverse my days and nights. So that's my first rule. And my second rule is... You know, we can all find a lot of things to do. You are not going to have a problem with this, Terry, for (laughs) oh so many reasons. And you are always going to be somebody that's going to struggle with, yes, because it takes one to know one. And I always say yes, and there are times when I should say no. But when you build your schedule, build it for you. Every week I sit down and say, I'm willing to do this, I'm willing to do this, and I'm willing to throw this in if somebody needs me. And that's how I build my schedule. And there are things that I decide are absolutely important and not negotiable, and things that I say I I can choose to not do them this week. And that's how I run my life. And it served me well. And those are my rules. And that's what I pass on to you. I thank you very much because I need somebody to, I need a scheduler. <laughs> uh, you know, I do have a tendency to, you know, I, I'll, I'll go to bed at night. And if I don't put a book on, then I start thinking of everything that didn't get done today that needs to get done tomorrow. Oh, I, and I, then something, I sleep by the book. That's and how then, it goes. I can't go to bed without one, hardly. Yeah, neither. And, and, then I, and then the next day, something else totally different comes up. So I'm redoing that same list in my head at night. Nope. But um, I think you make some, an excellent point, though. Um, I think I, I, I personally think I do need to do a little bit, but. I know I need to do a lot better scheduling of things. But that'll and, come. Uh, 
It's practice. Ah, okay. It will eventually then you think that's 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 encouraging. All right. Thanks so much. You too, Jeanette. Bye. Ann Brash. Hope I'm assuming we're gonna see you in a couple of few weeks. Yes, you are, Shopper. (laughs) This is great. Uh, you know, I have no advice actually because I'm here to learn as much as anybody else is, as much as you are. I kind of was forced into retirement uh, because things got too complicated working from home with COVID. But I, I just wanted to tell you that what surprised me most about retirement, and I'm still trying to learn this, is that you have to forge a new identity. Um, I, I thought of myself as a, as a worker. I mean, I went to work. I took the train. I did this for 46 years. And struggling to not my, see myself as a professional worker, even if I have volunteer things, it's just been really hard for me. So I just wanted to you know, say that I really do appreciate this program and I'm still learning. Well, that's the most interesting point. I think that's fascinating. I hadn't looked at it that way at all. That, you know... Well, I'm not trying I'm to... Not, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not... just trying to say yeah, that... Yeah, no, I just, think that I just think that it's very interesting. Um... You know, I have a pretty diverse background, and I still have a tendency to say, "Well, this is the way it must still be. It must still be this way because this is the way I set it up twenty-five years ago, or something like that." You know, or um, forty years ago, or whatever it was, six months ago. And it's something I've been kind of wrestling with actually this month. Uh, well, through the last few months, getting prepared for all of this retirement business at work because I kind of automatically took on the, well, do you know what you're going to need to do now when I'm gone? Who's What what are you going to do about replacing me? And um, does anybody really have any idea what goes into this? I I wrote out a two-page summary of things that they were going to need to have somebody be able to do. You know, that kind of thing, because... And because I and I guess I just kind of automatically took on the position of, well, somebody's got to be able to do all of this, and if you don't know what it is, then you should, then I should at least make you aware of it. And um, it's it's it, that's kind of almost what I think I'm getting out of what you said, in that it is time for me to step back and say, hey, whatever you do, good luck to you. Um, that kind of thing. Uh, and, you know, hopefully some of what's going, what I've done over the last nine years will continue on and grow. And I, th- I think it will. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting transition for them. But, uh, cause there, there was no one else in the agency doing what I was doing. So it should be, uh, you know, and after a while, it kind of just gets to be, uh, oh, well, on that topic, send it over to Terry. She knows what to do with it. Um, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, somebody had said, well, we can't we just contract it out and have somebody do the brailing? And I said, what are you going to do when somebody sends a braille letter to 
the chairwoman and they need somebody to come up and to come up to our office and read it, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and then, oh, does that really happen? I said, done it three times in less than the, and within the last six months, <laughs> you know, and that kind of thing. And so I think stepping away from our professional commit career. I think is an, an interesting side side piece to this. And I thank you for that. Sharon Strakowski, another Massachusetts. I- Hi. Well, hey, congratulations. I'm a couple of months be- ahead of you. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Maybe like three. And I've had some of the same struggle uh, as Anne was just talking about, because especially as living alone, the professional has been very important. Um, and the last job that I have, I, I just learned that somebody has been hired finally to take that job. And I felt a great relief. She'll do it differently than I did, you know, and, and you'll find the same. Um, I, I just wanted to say that I had one week where I felt absolutely bereft. Um, at first, I was really busy. I had a lot of stuff stacked up. And then I had a week where there was nothing. And that doesn't happen very often anymore. But it did, and I just had to let it flow, you know. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is money, because nobody's really talked about that yet. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, everybody goes through this, oh, my God, I'm not getting a paycheck in the same way. Am I going to survive? Well, you've worked really hard, and um, you've done well. And, yeah, none of us knows how long we're going to live or how long the money is going to be. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't spend it. I mean, it doesn't mean that we should be spendthrifts, but I think um, just, you know, enjoy it because you don't know what your health will be. You don't know anything, really, you know. So um, now that I'm like three months out, I'm really enjoying um, the retirement and being able to say, yeah, I can do that tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) And oh, the other thing I wanted to say is that I decided that even though I love what I do in Bay State and ACB, I wanted to do something different in the community when I retired, and I'm working on that. I just went to the senior center today for the first exercise class there that I'm going to. Uh, did and you? And did it work out well? Yeah, it was excellent. I had talked with the instructor. It's on strengthening, strengthening the core, and she gave some really good verbal instructions. And she gave me a little minor corrections, very discreetly, very quietly, as well as other people there. So I felt very comfortable and um, just want to expand out into the kind of the non-disabled community a little bit. So thank you. Enjoy. That's, that's great. I'm so glad to hear that. That is one of the things that's kind of on my bucket list is... Um, we live five houses down the street from a recently built complex. Uh-huh. And it's our county library, senior center, and recreation center. Oh, there you all, go. All in one building. And, wow. the, and the rescue is across the street from it. So <laughs> if <laughs> so, we overdo. <laughs> there you are. You're all set. All right. And, and I, I really am thinking about trying to get into doing, you know, a little bit more exercise and mm-hmm. just getting involved in the community more. Yeah. Um, I, because I truthfully have not had the time to. No. And, but that no. is one thing. And, and, and I, I have no excuse with it being like five houses away. 600, I, ho- 600 feet up the street. <laughs> I, I want to agree with Jeanette as well that I have made myself 
be up by eight. Um, once in a while, I'll have a day where I just let it be. But six days out of seven, I do that. And I feel better for it, I think. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Bye. Oh, goodness. Thank you, Sharon. Take care. And the last hand that I see up, at least at this point in time, is um, another one in the deep south. Mr. Smitherman, no, I am not going to take over the exhibit hall. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you're welcome no that it's changed from the old days trust me (laughs) oh my gosh yes (laughs) i'm not sure it's better but in some ways it is but uh retirement uh I, i actually had forced retirement on me which ended up more than likely saving my life so which is a good thing that's true um what i would say is have something that interests you to fall back on because you're going you're going to have some days when you just don't feel like life matters too much have something that you can uh, go to and uh you know uh like uh, reading or something or, or some physical, you know, getting out walking. We walk, Lord, we got a little a little pup and we have to walk him, but we both enjoy walking so that we keep our sanity. But, but uh, that's what I would suggest. Have something that you enjoy doing, something you don't have to do, something you want to do that brings you enjoyment. Good point. Very, very good point. Um, the one word that I'm getting out of all of you, I think, is enjoy, enjoy, enjoyment. Um, and I think that's, I think that's the key to all of our successes. You know, we all have up days and down days, and one of the days when you want to just roll over and go back to sleep and. I guess that's not such a terrible thing to do on occasion. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not at this time of year, but. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. Goodness. He certainly will on July 8th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. No, I'm going to be catching a plane home. Uh. <laughs> I'll get up good then. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the day. That is that the Friday? No, that's I, Saturday. That's a Saturday. Oh, we're yeah, going out. Yeah. We're leaving Friday, the seventh. But um, uh, I want to thank you all. And uh, anybody else got any great ideas, Swami? Um, you're more than welcome to chime in. We still have a a few more minutes. I'm just looking to see where we're at. We've still got about twelve, about ten or twelve minutes. Um, I know that Ray asked me a question before the meeting started and he asked me, Ray, why don't you, you, I'm not going to rephrase it as well as you did. Okay. So, so, so the question I asked was, well, first of all, let me just add a couple words of advice from people that I've, I mean, I've not retired myself, but, um, 
you know, and I won't, won't talk to Karen's story. If she wants to tell it, she can do that. She's on here. But anyway, sure. um, so so I was just going to say that um, the first thing I think I would do is um, um, take a little time for yourself as much as you can. Now, I know with convention coming up, that might be difficult. But at some point, just take a little time to just kind of relax and wind and you know, do whatever you know brings you pleasure and stuff like that. That's what I've heard from a lot of people. Um, and um, that the question. So the question I asked Terry was: uh, of all the jobs you've had, what was the best job you had, and what made that job so great? And she gave me an answer, but she probably had more to say on further reflection at some point. So that was the question I asked. And I said to him, you know, I, I had two very, very brief jobs that ended up in a very discriminatory issue um, very early on. But my first serious job, full-time real job, uh, kind of fell into my lap almost. And that was working for the uh, state of Massachusetts for the Cambridge Welfare Department. And we had an, just an incredible amount of work that we did. It was just phenomenal. The work that, we, I mean, we were putting, we were not only paying out 150,000 checks a month by hand in those days, um, but we were also reconciling those and reconciling the bank statements from them. So that was, it was a huge job. And then eventually I, I became uh, director of the surplus food program and later the food stamp program there. And it was a tremendous amount of work, but it was a fabulous group of people I was working with. And we would have a little part. If everything was done on a Friday afternoon, I'd bring in a guitar. I had a friend who was a great singer. Um, a little bit of libation may have wandered into the office and in somebody's jacket pocket. Uh but we had a great time. But the most important thing of it, of all of us, there are three of us that are still that are still alive and kicking. I'm the youngest, so you can imagine the other two are one's eighty and one's ninety-three. But I would never go to Boston without stopping to without getting together with them. We talk on the phone. After fifty-three years, we are still the best of friends. And I think that's what made that job was such a difficult job. But that's what I think made it so wonderful was that we all became like a family. Um, and then my other most favorite job really was um, most of the time that I worked for ACB. Um, with That was a pretty heavy workload too, to say the least. But it was, But I did love doing it and I loved getting to know so many people and doing so much traveling and work with our affiliates and back then we used to also put I used to put together the legislative seminar and work with our convention chair on the convention every year and in between work with 72 affiliates in those days um but I want to thank you all we've got three more hands raised so I'm going to stop talking now and let Karen Campbell take over Karen, you can unmute. Karen, you're still muted. There you are. There you are. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I did, did this almost two years ago. It'll be two years ago in August ah. of this year. And it was a case where my position was going to be eliminated. So I had the service time in, so I was able to retire, which which I did. And, yeah, it's going to seem strange at first because, you know, that, that uh, next day in your case, it'll be Monday. It's like, oh, don't have to be anywhere. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to do my 1030 stat- staff call for the first time. And- mm-hmm. Since the pandemic started, we've been doing a staff call every morning at ten thirty. <laughs> ah, yeah, you won't have, you won't have to do that. Um, but but no, it it takes some some getting used to. But uh, you'll eventually you'll eventually get the hang of it. But no, I'm busy because you know I can do things for ACB and stuff. All the stuff I had to do like at night. And tried. I was trying to, toward the end, trying to do meetings on the way home on a paratransit vehicle. I don't have to worry about any of that stuff anymore, which is nice. <laughs> Very good point. Thank you, Karen. You're welcome. And uh, Jean Mann, she's got a bit of retirement experience behind her, too, I think. Jean, can you unmute? You're still there. She is. There you are, Jean. There you go, Jean. Hello. There you are. Now she's no, muted. No, now again. you muted again. Jean, you were unmuted, and now you're now, muted again. Now you're unmuted. Okay, we'll see if I can stay there. So <laughs> I just walked in the door, and um, and I just want to say congratulations and. Um, I fell right into retirement. I retired on Christmas. <laughs> I, I started working two days before my 21st birthday, and I thought that was the best present I ever got, and I retired on Christmas, and I thought that was the best present I ever got. <laughs> so, um, I, I, unlike Karen, did not have to get used to retiring. I just kind of fell right into it, you know, Christmas, and then the day after, and then it was a weekend, and I just went from there. So the best part about retirement is you do what you want to do, when you want to do it, if you yep. want to do it. Yep. And that's, that's, that's the best part. I've been retired since 2008. So you do, you know, it's great. Uh, you are experienced. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, you do what you want, when you want, if you want. And if you don't want to, yep, you know. Yep. So enjoy yep. it. You know? yep. Well, thanks very much. You're welcome. Congratulations. Thank you. And Liz is back. She's got another idea for her, so she's look, trying to figure out how to do it early. <laughs> <laughs> well, not an idea, but a, a kind of a related question to raise. Uh, was there either a job or a part of an aspect of a job that you had that you weren't really happy about or wasn't really the best fit, but that you made maybe um, you turn that kind of around maybe in a later job and other I don't know. Was there like a lesson you could take from a not so good experience that you put into? Again, I think, I think the, I think. If that makes, I'm not articulating myself clearly. I apologize. (laughs) I think that, um, again, I think it might've been my first job working for a welfare department. Trust me is I learned more there, good and bad. 
you know, that I learned more about people there than I'm I sure. ever would have learned in any in any set of courses, much less a single a single course. Um, you know, we learned what what happens when somebody's pet monkey jumps up on the switchboard, and a friend of yours of mine is on the switchboard screaming, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> um, or someone else's. Or someone else walks in in a toga, which is really a bed sheet that when he gets tired of waiting around, he just drops. And that was all <laughs> I had on was that bed sheet. But, um, you know, those are just some of the funny things that happened. But one of the things I'll always remember was very early on, I was actually working the switchboard for a friend of mine for, I forget whether she was out that afternoon or what it was. And... This woman called and she just had to speak with her social worker who was not in. And if I couldn't find that person for her, she was going to commit suicide and it would be on my conscience for the rest of my life. Wow. And that was, I, I didn't sleep, I don't think, for three days with that one. Um, and, yeah. and then I, I just kept trying to do everything to get in touch. And it was before cell phones or any of that. And I finally got a hold of Nancy and she said, Terry, you have to learn. She says that all the time. Um, you know, that it, it, it was just such an incredible learning experience, both good and bad. As far as difficult jobs, I don't know. I enjoyed my time at IRS um, very much, actually. I think probably one of the other things, though, is back at welfare, um, I probably experienced, and it's probably kept with me on why I've never been a big social worker fan. Um, the woman who was the director of the program of the uh, of the office, who had her her PhD and, and everything else under the sun, I always really felt she was the epitome of PhD, meaning piled higher and deeper. She literally told me that I was crazy to go back to school and finish my degree and I was crazy to go anywhere else because with my vision I was never going to get anything better than what she was giving me and I foolishly believed her for a while until she gave two people jobs that were supposed to be under me and told me but I could still run the office just let that she was giving them the, the money because so they would stay and that was a really, really tough pill to swallow. And so that's probably one of the tougher ones. But that was long before the ADA or anything like that. I want to thank you all. I know we're running right on to, we're right at nine o'clock. And I want to thank you all. You've given me some great advice. And hopefully you've, we've all taken some good advice from one another tonight. And I will see you next week on Visibilities. We're going to have a very special guest. And thank you so much. Have a good night. Congratulations. Everybody. Thank you. Congratulations. Good night, good night Terry. Congratulations. Thank you all. Congratulations.